you all. Thank you all for tuning in to the nation. My name is Law Nation. That's L-A-W Nation. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Dak Prescott and we're going to talk uh, about the OTAs and things of that nature. Uh, training camp is right around the corner, uh, but I really want to be able to talk to you all here this live about the book signing that we're going to have with Cowboys Experience this weekend. Uh, the event is Saturday. June the 15th at 2.30, 4 o'clock, 2.30 to 4 o'clock. So I want to see you all there. I really want to see you all in the mix, especially those who, uh, who, who love football and like to be around other football-minded uh, people. Uh, I can't wait to see you all there. And so that we can start talking about, you know, the, the future of this team and also pick my brain and pick Alan Hearn's brain if possible about, you know, his role in his uh, offense and, and as well as what Dak Prescott improved on and things like that. So we want to look at everything from A to Z, everything. We want to turn over every stone. We don't want to leave no stone unturned. So we want to be able to look at that too, Cowboy Nation, and uh, continue to grow. And that's one of the things that we have to look at too. Uh, really appreciate you, you all for being part of this thing. Uh, we're going to also listen in to 105.3, the fan. Uh, they talked on levels of, of with uh, Dak Prescott. And and he and D- Brian Broders always have some type of uh, good info for the nation. And we have to bring that up, too. So really appreciate you all. Thank you all. Thank you all. I can't say this enough. Um, and, and I'll get into more details of uh, uh, Alan Hearn and what I think he brings to the table. And also, we got some other things that's going around the corner that I can't wait to uh, show you all that we got going on today. So let's get this thing going, Cowboy Nation, and uh, let's listen. About all this Dak Prescott hype. Clarence Hill, Forward Star Telegram. I got a phone call yesterday from someone who's got connections there saying John Kitna and the footwork has people buzzing. Mm -hmm. And you texted me while we were talking about some of this and saying it's legit. So Dak looks different yeah i heard mike fisher this morning kind of describe what was dak how he looks physically and he has slimmed down he he doesn't look as as big and boxy as he has in the past and i think that's helped him with a little bit dak has always had that ability and we were talked about this he and i did a is uh we broke down the play he did for the 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 touchdown he threw to cole beasley where he went all the way to his left the game-winning touchdown and then opened and almost like Jumpman, you know, uh, opened up and threw the ball to Beasley. And, I'm, you know, we kind of went through all that. And But now you look like he has a little bit, maybe even a little bit more flexibility. Uh, you know, Kitna is really an attention-to-detail guy. And what's mm-hmm. funny is even when Kitna is not working with his quarterbacks, Kitna's got a son that's a quarterback, and he's always kind of tinkering with him. And he comes up with some really interesting drills that, you know, with footwork and escapability and, you know, pointing the shoulder and the knee and bending the knee. And so, yeah, and, and again, I heard Mike say, hey, nothing against the guys that have tried to coach him before, but if you've got a guy that really likes to tinker with people's ability to, mm-hmm. or quarterback's ability to throw the football and can kind of get you in position to make better throws, and that's something that Dak Prescott has done. He, he, when he doesn't miss a throw or what we've been able to see his missing throws now is maybe to be uh, uh, six inches too far to the left, six right. inches too far to the right, or maybe just a little bit too far down the field. Before, we'd seen some stuff coming across the middle of the field, and it was like he was throwing the sweat ball. Where it- Now, why is this important, Cowboy Nation? This is important because a lot of times, I said before on the previous stream, that 
we look at things like quarterback play, quarterback production. We look at quarterback skill set. And one of the major things would be this right here. Uh, when a quarterback, what, he, what is he doing during practice? I know we're talking about practice. Uh, I, I heard some people going back and forth with me before saying, oh, man, law is just, this is just practice. No, Dak Prescott in the last three years just been he, – he was never a great practice player. He was never a guy that all of a sudden um, we look at um, Dak Prescott and say, oh, man, this guy's lighting it up during practice. It was like, oh, wait and see. So, so now that we're seeing the small improvements, hopefully, now that we can identify those small things, and then we'll see how everything correlates as it relates to an actual game. And trust me, when you start working on your, your craft, you start working on yourself, everything else, everything else grows within. And, and this is how uh, the process goes, Cowboy Nation. I wish I could make it up differently. But the reality of it is that Doc Prescott is improving. So I love hearing this from Brian Broaddus. I, I might as well say this. Hold on. The great Brian Broaddus. <laughs> Can't wait to see him this year at Oxnard and we, we get to uh, crunch up some things together in those parameters. But let's listen to some more of what they have to say. Was fluttering out of his hand and too high and all that. And, you know, his accuracy in these camps has been real good. And I think it's because, again, his mechanics – have been better because of John mm -hmm. Kidd, and physically he's remade his body uh, to fit how his mechanics need to be. That's you mentioned John Kidd's son, Jalen, by the way, Brian. Yeah. He is the favorite to be the starting quarterback at Frisco Reedy this there year. You go. They're Let's very go. excited about very him. Good, yeah. Hey, uh, I wanted to ask you about Tony Pollard. Okay, I mean, if Zeke is going to get this deal that they're talking about, the extension, at some point they're going to have to start giving the ball to somebody else some so that they don't run him into the ground before the deal is up, right? So they need somebody to emerge. Pollard looks a little quicker than maybe I expected. What, what have you seen from him? And is is my eye right? Is he no, faster no. than we thought? No, no, uh -huh. he he is. He's he's. When you watch his tape at Memphis, he was a backup player at Memphis, and and so you know when they hand him the ball, he only needed really a little bit of a small crack to get through. He does have that equi that quickness. Yesterday, I wrote about uh, you know there was he he had a situation where they left two linebackers inside unblocked. And what happened is he saw that instead of just trying to finish out the play and then, you know, and get tackled for a two-yard gain, he put his right foot in the ground and then and and just went up field. Hightailed it to around the left. He said, Hightailed it. He got a block on the edge uh, from Blake Jarwin, and it kind of it helped him get around the corner. And then Blake he took with the those block. linebackers that were in position to tackle him. All of a sudden, they were running through trash to try and get to him. And it turned out it would have been like a, a gain of one, ended up being a gain of seven, just because of his ability to see mm. the vision put the foot in the ground and then get around the corner so yeah he, he catches the ball really well it the, you know with no pads on you could see that he honestly understands blitz pickup uh, again the physicality side of it we'll see when we get in camp and you put on pads but half the battle is knowing who you have to block because they're not going to put you on the field if you don't know who you're supposed to pick up and so mm -hmm. those are the things i think that we've seen that have been very positive i'll say this though if you right. look at darius jackson who has really been running with, as the second running back he he looks like a different guy there's a little bit more quickness with him there's a little bit more uh fluidness to his game uh you know in and out the way he's running and stuff so He's one of those guys I'm sure that worked very hard. He was coming off a knee injury, another year removed from that. I think that that's kind of helped him. So this running back group, uh, we'll see in the preseason how it really plays out, how they uh, divvy up the reps, and then if did they go a little long at that position or are they just going to go with three guys? I guess I'm thinking they're going to go a little with three guys. Uh, I don't see them trying to go long with that position. 
I, I, I feel like Ezekiel Elliott, this may be a, a, another great year for Ezekiel. Yes, Jamal, we live like 95. Yes, indeed. I think Ezekiel Elliott may be one of those guys as we can look at it down the line and say, oh, man, Roger, what are you doing? Lead a man along. Um, with Roger Goodell, also uh, uh, with, with the aspect of what he's going to try to do with the uh, suspension and stuff like that. I just think it should be all swept under the rug. Let's just leave all of this news pressing out of the uh, out of the uh, the news, basically. <laughs> uh, my thing is with Tony Pollard, uh, Jamez Olawale. Uh, I think that those would be the two guys. Mike Weber. It, it could be quite possible, but but we'll see. It, it's a long, hard road, but I think that they probably go with more wide receivers. There's a lot of speed out there. A lot of speed. Uh, shout out to Brian Drake. He says, Cameron Reed isn't good anyways. What I told you guys about number 51, man. <laughs> Don't be mention that guy's name. Shout out to Miss Jackie Smith. Appreciate you for tuning in. Let's Some listen. Kind of, I am surprised, but I'm not surprised I'm not hearing a little more Mike White instead of Darius Jackson. Mike Weber? Mike, Mike Weber, I'm sorry. Weber. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> even though he got picked late, you know, they had a higher grade on him they had, he had the hamstring thing though during yeah. rookie right. minicamp so right. maybe that's slowing him a little bit well the, yeah the thing with the, the thing now you're talking no wonder about, i'm not here mike weber yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly yeah, he's practicing some now well yeah. he had the knee he had the knee, the knee. That, that's the what knee. it was and not it, a hamstring it, yeah sorry. it was the knee that was just a, a little, you know he kind of you know there were some there were some questions about mike weber when he you know got here of you know, he was a player at Ohio State that, you know, those guys that, that tend to come from big programs might be coddled a little bit. Coddled, so, that's you know, the you're, word. You're kind of Coddle. talking to some guys and like, well, how's Mike Weber doing? And you're like, well, Mike Weber needs to learn how to be a pro. Uh -huh. you know? and, and a pro, I mean, okay, it, it, when you're a pro, you, you're you're part of meetings, you're, in, you're engaged, you're locked in, you're practicing hard, you're doing everything that you, mm -hmm. you know, want, uh, they need you to do. So, uh, you know, I, I was kind of heard that, hey, maybe a little talk with uh, with Mike Weber. And, you know, he seems to be going forward the right direction now. So they're kind of splitting time with him, you know, and, and that's and that's good. You know, but he they needed to get to him really early because, again, at right. Ohio State, he was probably the he was probably a, a the future you know, back. Big fish in a, yeah. in a little pond. Yeah. But now, you know, he's a he's a little fish in a big pond. And so right. it takes to getting used to. But uh, it seems like all the things are pointing in the right direction for him kind of making a little bit of a switch. Brian brought us DallasCowboys.com. Joining us on the BuyerSafety.com hotline. Shout out to IM Jazzy and Antoine Myers. Appreciate you, Let's move you, on to wide out. I made fun of Fish a couple wide of weeks receivers. ago. Because sure. he was giving props and saying that he feels good about wide receiver depth. And I'm like, no, there's mm. a bunch of no names. But every <laughs> week now, first off, Brad Sham at the house was in love with John Bay Johnson. Yes. But now I'm seeing Reggie Davis yesterday. Yeah. I'm mm. seeing Jalen Guyton. I'm seeing all these different names. How do you feel about kind of these these no-name wide receivers trying to make a mark in the way they've been practicing? Well, I kind of all along thought that maybe this might be the position where you would see some veterans get put on the street. And, wow. you know, and now <laughs> you have to figure it out, okay, is the veterans, you know, is that uh, Tavon Austin. Yeah, yeah I, I think that they keep Alan Hearns around me personally because if something happens to your first or second receiver, you know, Alan Hearns could be that guy that could step in and be a starter. You don't want well, to put certainly. yourself in a situation where if you lose the starter, you'll say, well, wait, Brian, you could take Randall Cobb and make him the starter. Well, Randall Cobb is going to be a really a vital part of what you're doing in 11 personnel out of the slot. So I don't know if I want to necessarily take him out of the slot. So I think you have to have a veteran-type guy that can step in and, and make starts and be effective that way. So I, I think that Hearns would probably be your fourth guy right now. 
Now it's the battle of, okay, who's five and six if they do keep six? You know, there's a, there's a good group of guys there. But like I say, I don't think Noah Brown's position is necessary. Now, Noah Brown might make it because of special team stuff. Mm-hmm. They, yes. That's don't something forget, that we get about special talked team. about really enough. And I, I don't really know if they have a core special teams group right now. And there have been a time in the past where they had the guys like the Kyle Wilbers of the world. You know, Jeff Heath, when he wasn't a starter at safety, was a core special teams guy. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if they necessarily have that group. I've never been around a team where the linebackers don't play special teams. And you look at here, you look at all the starters for the Cowboys. You know, Jalen doesn't play. Van Der Esch doesn't play. Sean Lee doesn't play. You know. you And, and, and we definitely don't want them to play. Uh, appreciate you guys. Uh, Brian Drake says, uh, what do you think uh, Cooper Rush or Mike White would get on to the second quarterback? Uh, it looks more so like Mike White uh, is going to make it to that second uh, quarterback. But but we we still have to wait and see. Of course, preseason can make it or break it. Remember uh, the guy, uh, number 14, Lance Lenore, played well all the way into the into the preseason, and all of a sudden he couldn't play football, right? So um, I, I think, but it's, I think it's, I'm leaning more towards Mike White. Uh, he seems like he's part of the organization a little bit more. As far as the wide receivers, uh, that's just going to be a main focal point for this offseason is wide receivers. Uh, I want to say during training camp, we want to look at that particular side of the ball and then on the defensive front. Uh, I think that the staple pieces, as far as like the solid pieces, are the linebackers. Uh, I, I don't think that there's going to be like a battle per se. Uh, with that particular grouping, and in my opinion, and uh, Mayhar, yes, Jr. Two One Four says uh, competition to watch with with one eye closed. You're gonna be like, yeah, man, Brett, did he make it with the one eye closed? You know, uh, we're gonna have to figure out something with Brett Mayhar. Uh, I, I would like to see all kicks within the twenty to twenty-five because if it's any kick with forty-five yards and beyond. Your boy Brett Mayher or Mayhar or however you want to call it, uh, will 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 nail it for some reason. It's just those closer kicks. And football, baby, is a game of inches. And also some games are won. Most games, if if you want to look at the collective history, are won within one or two points. So you really, you really, really want your kicker to be solid. You want your kicker to be 100. Ain't that right, JJ? Uh, you want that kicker to be off the chain. And, and that's what we're looking at. Uh, far as news for tonight, uh, we're going to do a joint collaboration for the nation. I uh, can't wait to see you all uh, tonight. Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, Redskins. That's going to be uh, the, the topic for tonight. We're going to be going into uh, details of the Redskins. Uh, with my guy Louis T Network, uh, he got his own podcast or what have you, and I, I would like to see you all tuning in uh, so you guys can pick his brain on the, uh, Redskin Talk, um, what how he feel about the Dallas Cowboys draft picks, and I give you guys my thoughts on on Darius guys and you know, um, I guess they re-signed the old Adrian Peterson. Uh, I guess I can give you guys my thoughts on him. And uh, we're going to go into details of all of everything. And the guy's knowledgeable. I mean, he just don't talk um, uh, Redskin. He talks other football teams as well as uh, the Cowboys and Eagles and, and all those things. So it's, it's always good collaborating. It's always good reaching out to other uh, content creators so that we can have a, a, I guess, well-rounded opinion or well-rounded thoughts 
of um, you know of other team thoughts and insights and things like that. So I'm always always trying to grow the nation, and we always trying to grow with different uh, points of views. So it's good, and, and and trust me, he's no guy that's going to be sitting back like uh, I don't know about this. You know, he brings in some knowledge out there. Uh, I want Cedric Wilson on the 53. This is from Guy Johnson. This is Antoine. Yes. Um, my thing is with Cedric. Uh, we, we will have to see, wait, 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 wait and see with him because he's not a speedster. He's not going to be like one of those flashes like, oh, man, did you see take the top off the defense and he killed this guy and he killed that guy out there on the field? He's not that guy, right? <laughs> he, he's the in-between slot guy slash he's going to play more so on the, uh, the number two side of the ball. He's not going to play X. You wouldn't want him to play X. The only X receivers that we – uh, we, that we got out there from what I know is that uh, the Gallops, the Noah Brown, and maybe you throw in Amari Cooper at the X, but I, I like Amari Cooper more. He's more dangerous inside and he's more dangerous as playing the Z and the Y or, or moving in and motion into those sides. Um, <laughs> uh, Jay Jones says Mark Holmes should call in if he's back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, TA says just fire Jason Garrett. Oh, I feel you, man. Uh, Elijah, what's up, man? Thank you for tuning in to the nation. Uh, Brett is kind, uh, good from the deep range. Yes, Ventura. Yes, he is deep. He's good from the deep range. It's just we got we kind of like ah, I don't trust this man when it's close, you know. Um, or Foots to call in tonight. This is from Jay Jones. I'll reach out to Foots and see whether or not he he, he can call in or or Vonch or what have you. Um, and and uh, see what, whether or not they're busy or what have you. Uh, but it's going to be around 8.15 to 8.30-ish. Just hit that notification bell, guys, and, and that way uh, you guys will not be missed out on anything. Let's see if we can continue back into some more of the OTA talk with Brian Broaddus and 105.3 The Fan. Uh, check them out. Uh, like I said, all of the content, the greatest radio station to be a part of is 105.3 The Fan. Uh, sports sports 1310 the ticket they pretty cool but i kind of like feeling the vibe from 105.3 the fan you can check out all this information from radio.com you know what running backs are going to play the special teams you know maybe we can see with darius jackson what he's going to do you know so wide receiver that's a whole other thing but i know you asked me about these receivers and maybe yeah. it might come down to the fifth or sixth guy having to be a special teams type of a player but I do feel good about the fact that they threw Reggie Davis out there with the ones, and Dak Prescott mm. said, okay, I'm going to hold the safety in the middle of the field, Darian Thompson, with my eyes, and let's see if Reggie Davis can get past Donovan Alumba on the outside, and he was able to do that. And Dak threw him a beautiful ball that uh, Davis was able to adjust and make the play on. So, yeah, if, if those are the mm. things that those guys have to keep doing, John Bay Johnson, he, I mean, he makes a play every practice. Right, you know, they had a, right. a jump ball situation where they uh. actually it was a – uh, Hail Mary, they were practicing Hail Mary, and Mike mm. White threw it to the, to the right sideline in the corner of the end zone, and, and you know, it, it was sea of hands. John V. Johnson almost ends up with the ball, you know. Mm. I mean, it's knocked around, tipped in the air, and then he's right where he needs to be, and it bounced off his wrist. But, man, I mean, you know, the guy's at least putting himself in position to make plays, and I think that's what, if you're a young guy, that's all you can ask, you know, to, to do. Be the guy that's in position to make plays, finish some plays, mm. and then you find your way on the roster. You mentioned Reggie Davis, you know. 4.3140 coming out of Georgia. And that guy yeah. can fly. Yep. And then the right. special teams thing Fish pointed out, 
Dorrance Armstrong was on kickoff duty yesterday. <laughs> right. I've never seen a defensive lineman on kickoff duty in my life, so that was interesting to watch. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And real quick, Marinelli was loving Dorrance, Dorrance Armstrong. Armstrong was, are are yeah. you seeing a step forward from him? Yeah, it is. If you look at guys the second year, this time last year he was just trying to keep his head above the water. That's right. what he was trying to mm. do. And and now, you know, they've gone through nine practices. He's been the starter at left defensive end for nine practices. Mm. And so, you know, those are the kinds of things that build confidence in, in a player. You know, he's he's going to get to training camp. You know, a lot of these guys. And now it's important what Brian Broaddus is talking about with uh, Dorrance. And, and I know this uh, uh, for a fact. Uh, Dorrance is a right defensive end, uh, edge rusher. And for him to flip to the left side and uh, dominating on that side of the field, it's, it's pretty cool because uh, we, we really need that help. I don't think that that – D-Law is going to be ready week one. I'm thinking that bring them on slowly. Don't try to rush. You can't rush perfection. You saw last night when they tried to bring Kevin Durant back out there too quick, and what happened there is uh, everything snapped up real easy. And if I'm an offensive tackle and I'm looking at D-Law, my first thing is, and this is just about war. This is nothing about being dirty or anything. My first thing is to test out that shoulder, make sure he's about that action. So uh, if, if you're smart and wise, you, you will just bring him on slowly and don't rush it. You can't rush perfection. And if season is meant to be grind for a long period, not something that you just throw out there and you say, okay, I'm ready for it. So that's what I'm looking at. Bring him on slowly. Do not rush. Do not rush. Repeat. I'm going to repeat again to myself. Do not rush the law. Just, 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 just let this thing slowly move in, slowly move in, and you'll see. The, hopefully, Doris Armstrong and then uh, Joe Jackson and those boys and Tacos can can make something happen. And Tacos battled an injury as well, so we got a lot of things that we have to figure out how we can pump the brakes when it's time to just pump the brakes, and when it's time to 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 put the foot on the gas we put the foot on the gas but that's what we have to do out there cowboy nation let's listen to some more of these clips before we get into the final minutes uh that look good in the uh, a tyron smith you know or can mm -hmm. you kick down inside and beat zach mine but there's some other guys that are second year guys that clearly need to do that as well one of the things that that i've been loving watching brian is seeing dak to amari and just how i mean he, he came on the scene in the middle of last year, and I thought right. it was very impressive how they clicked right away and what he did to help kind of save the Cowboys season a year ago. I want to know from you, are you noticing a difference with the extra time they're able to work up during the offseason now? Mm -hmm. And what is the ceiling for him? I mean, is he yeah. is he have a chance to be one of, you know, top oh, he, three guy in the NFL? Absolutely. Can Listen, Cowboy Nation. Because he's young enough. And he, what he is, he's an exceptional route runner. And where he wins is off the line of scrimmage. That's If you've got a guy that can win off the line of scrimmage the way that Amari Cooper can, then you're going to get a lot of separation and you're mm -hmm. going to get a lot of, of balls thrown your direction. He has the ability to finish. He, he, he had a situation, I wrote about this, where he, he had to put a bad play behind him. I mean, he separates right off the line on the slant. They've got him playing in the slot, tight slot, mm -hmm. and they run, the, they, they run the RPO, and Dak makes the fake, and he's going to throw the slant. And Cooper's immediately one off the line, and now the ball is on him, and and it, he dropped it. I mean, he just flat wow. dropped it. And okay, so you're thinking, wow, that's something you don't see very often. And then the very next play, they throw a vertical route down the left sidelines, and again, you know, coverage is like extremely tight. And Amari Cooper makes a one-handed catch. Mm. You know, so you're thinking, okay, well, this guy didn't worry about that drop too much. He just <laughs> flat just caught a ball one-handed 
over the top. Again, Prescott putting it in a, in a great spot, uh, you know, where coverage was very tight. So, yeah, it, that's he, he's got that kind of ability because he immediately wins off the line. You have a, right. he, he is a hard guy to stop at the line of scrimmage. And teams that do that, it can you can kind of control them a little bit. But if you don't stop him, he is okay. going to wear you out the whole day. I've been uh, very critical of the Cowboys and their approach towards the backup quarterback position. You should be. Okay. <laughs> I was going to ask, are you seeing something that's no. going to shut me up what? here with Cooper Rush or no, Mike White? Not, in, not yet. No. I okay. have not. No. And we'll get into Why are they taking this approach? Well, you know what? They want to see what Mike White is. And, you know, and again, you're talking to mm-hmm. a guy who is a horrible evaluator at quarterback. So I'm sure the Tolos <laughs> out there are like, shut the hell up, Broadus. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to quarterbacks. But I haven't seen anything. And, I, and I've been asking, please, somebody step up. I can't carry right. three quarterbacks on this year. roster because of the roster spots. I need that extra quarterback spot. So I need Mike White or Cooper Rush. And he, if Cooper Rush plays like he did his rookie year, rookie year then Mike yeah. White will you know, likely be cut or practice mm-hmm. squad or something like that. I mean, I, I don't know. Or if the other, if Mike White plays well, I think I think they want Mike White to step up and, and, and be better than what he has. But, you know, I, 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 I haven't seen that from Mike White. I haven't seen the anticipation. I haven't seen the, the accuracy. He's just thinking too the, much. The quickness of throws. You know, I, I just haven't seen that from him. And, and that's been disappointing to me. And now maybe things will click when we get to training camp and Oxnard and practice and start playing games. But this backup quarterback situation is something that's going to go out all the way through camp. And mm-hmm. if it works with neither guy, then, okay, find the phone number for one of the McCowns or somebody like that, <laughs> uh, Colin Kaepernick, whoever you want. You know, so I no, that no, in there. And, uh, you know, but that's kind of where too this, this thing is at right now. One of those guys needs to step up. You know, both of them right now are, are again, I talked about treading water. That's exactly what they're doing there. Pastrami. Got it. Man, so uh, that was the end of that. Hey, uh, my thing is, I, I, got, I, put, I put my bottom dollar on Mike White. I think Mike White is going to win out that battle uh, versus the uh, Cooper Rush. Uh, let me know how you guys feel about that that backup situation. I, I'm really leaning more towards Mike White. Uh, I like I I loved his tape coming out of college. So I, I'm thinking that some of the things that he's able to do is uh, it's just all mental. And, and of course, Mike White he needs a sandwich as well. You know, he, he he's a smaller guy. He's tall or whatever. Six foot four, six foot five. Got a good arm. Can throw a ball through a keyhole. But my thing is, or can hit the ball, hit the keyhole with the ball, and the ball goes through the keyhole. That type of stuff. You know. So I don't know whether or not he's over analyzing. If he's over evaluating his own self, going through his reads, or or just not sure of the offense. Hopefully, we'll see a little bit better Mike White this preseason because I still have hope that he will be the sacking quarterback. Let me know, Cowboy Nation, uh, how you guys feel, whether or not you are Team Cooper or Rush or you're Team Mike White. And uh, Cooper Rush is better just to say prime time. That's what's on his mind. Hey, let me know. And, and, And guys, I respect everyone opinions this is all opinion based anyway uh we all like to give opinions i had somebody say yesterday oh law why are you giving out your opinions nobody care and i said wait a minute hold on this is what this platform is all about strong opinions voiced it out and then sometimes when opinions becomes realities right or when when opinions becomes truth that's what I lean for and lean towards. And uh, like I said, I say this all the time. Those convinced against their will is of the same opinion still. Meaning that at one point when you say, hey, <laughs> why are you voicing your opinion? 
that's your opinion that you voice it on this opinion. You see what I'm saying? So it's all it's always a conundrum too. So we all try to work together. Not none of us knows everything, right? We don't have the secret lottery numbers in our back pocket. And if you if you do have them, set that number out. Let a brother know so we all can be uh, chilling. <laughs> so we all gonna be chilling around here so let's continue to grow cowboy nation we'd like to see you all out here once again at the lava cantina this weekend and, and come come out there to this event and uh voice your opinions voice your thoughts voice your concerns and also be inspired by alan hearns dallas cowboys wide receiver and his mom erica wilson the author of it had to happen you know, so it's something that that we have to get out and we just have to step out and be out and be um, in the mix. Support this team, support everything, and everything else will fall together. Hit me up on these various platforms. I'm all everywhere, especially on the Instagram. Shout out to one of the greatest. I'm talking about, I just got to pull this picture up. The original Captain America. You know, uh, <laughs> you guys know who he is. I don't, I'm not even going to say his name. If you don't know it, it's research number 12, okay? And uh, we can get back at this thing. Cowboy Nation, let's continue to grind. Let's continue to push our mind to the things that, that controls everything. And that's just our thoughts, right? And once we think good, we, we, we begin to say to ourselves, you know what? It's not that bad after all, right? <laughs> all right, so uh, who is it? Marcelo B, Mike White, bro. I was never sold on Cooper Rush. All right. Manny, what's good, man? Can I come? But I'm a Redskin Nation. Yeah, man, you can come on out, man. Hey, we support everybody in the NFC East. <laughs> now, although we we are the supreme leaders of the NFC East, there's no other team that got more Super Bowls than us in the NFC East. And there's some other people that goes out there and say otherwise. But uh, they still looking up to the greatness, right? Let's continue to grow, Cowboy Nation. Let's continue to get this thing going one way or another. That's been my time. I really thank you all for yours. And remember, you're listening to nothing but the best. Let's go. Let me jam my, my outro music. Let's go. Let's get this thing going. As soon as my outro music get to going. <laughs> Roger the Dodger. Yes. And we ain't talking about Roger Goodell. <laughs> we talk about a better person in, in, in overall uh, schemes of life, right? <laughs> Not trying to sully or denigrate Roger, but you guys know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> but although Roger Goodell is what, making $40 million? I think Roger the Dodger is doing a lot of things as far as uh, housing development and stuff like that around the Dallas metro area. My Cowboys family, check them out. Check out their page, YouTube. My Cowboys family. Let's go. Yeah, we all want love around here, baby. Yeah, check me out on Facebook. Hit up Cowboys Experience, Cowboys XP. That's where we getting it down at, right? Yeah. Party.